Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hub City Music Society presents Sparkle City Sessions here in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina. We're away from the new way today to take a special trip with Clay Johnson, our very first guest here on the po- on the podcast. Uh, he's had a lot of things going on, and we'd like to inform you about all of all the, all the stuff that's happening. If I could ever talk straight, we'd be all right. Um, Clay, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Enjoying a little day off from gigging. Well, there you go. You have been gigging quite a bit, I have noticed. Uh, since the first time we met you, I think you didn't. You had just started your band up, uh, and you were just playing locally, kinda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was how how how? Give us an idea of uh, your progression over this past year. What do you think? How do you think it's happened? Or how do you think it's going? I think it's going great. I, uh, you know, it's been two years since I like took the whole I'm going to be a full time musician leap and did all that stuff. And for the first year through like 2020, the early uh, and into 2021, it was a lot of all right, stick around locally, figure out what I'm doing, get my feet wet, figure out the process of how to manage yourself and all that. And I started setting goals of like, all right, I want to expand. I want to play a little bit more out of town and start doing that. And then I want to play more out of state and do that. And all right, I want to go on like a weekend mini tour and start doing that and stay on the road for a bit. So I spent the last year doing a lot of that and researching a bunch, emailing places a bunch, finding places I can do. And So you're pretty much booking your own self. Oh, I do everything. Write, sing, book, manage, promote. Look, that's the only way you can keep control of everything, so I, I applaud <laughs> you on that. And by the way, he's not only just playing North Carolina and and, and, and uh, stuff like that. He's all the way, I think you went down to Savannah a couple times? Yeah, we went down there. We did a full band run back in April where we went down to Savannah. We came to Columbia the next night. Uh, the next Tuesday we hit Charleston and then at the end of the weekend we went to Macon and then I'll be back down in Savannah again at the end of this month. I'm going to do a little run through North Carolina one weekend and come back for a couple of days and then after open mic night on Wednesday hit the road again and go back down through Georgia. Well this this podcast will be put out the 18th of this month so anything that's coming up just go ahead and plug away. Um, I, I am I'm, uh, I applaud your progress. I appreciate it. From the first time we had you, which was on some really crappy equipment. (laughs) Yeah, you'll have that. (laughs) Oh, that first episode, man, was like, ooh. Hey, man, I've been a guinea pig for a lot of things over the years, so I'm totally here. If if you hear a cat jump up on the table here, there's like 1,800 cats over here, so don't worry about it. I'm a crazy cat man. (laughs) What can I say? What can I say? So is my roommate. And, uh, well, there's the dog, too, but she's upstairs hiding. It's a good thing she likes cats. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, since the first time we had you, uh, you have progressed quite, uh, quite a bit, and we just wanted to let the people know that, uh, you know, you're 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 uh, you're out there doing it, man. I'm trying, man. And uh, and uh, we like seeing people do that. We like seeing people pull up their bootstraps when, mm-hmm. because I mean, you know, we say this all the time that Spartanburg has is rich in musical heritage, but oh, yeah. as, as far as places to play, there's not very many. Right. I think we talked about that last time too. We about did the, the history around here, and luckily there's more places now in the last like three, four years or so mm-hmm. than there were three or four years ago. At least from like what I've seen and where I've played and whatnot and there's still some more places popping up here and there so well maybe we, in time yeah we, we've talked about you know how back when i was i was a young lad mm-hmm. uh there used to be 25 30 places you could go play at right right and and one one person 
uh, ran like seven of them. That's wild. Yeah, well, I mean, the guy's kind of... I would kill for that now. But hair metal, if you were playing hair metal and glam and stuff like that, dude, seven places right there you could run. Uh, and then he booked them. So that's great. If that were the case, I don't even know if I'd ever even need to leave town to be able to pay my bills. You wouldn't. <clears throat> I mean, you, you 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 could you could do it. I mean, I still would anyways, because like you know, it's just fun playing the same no. places. But you got to have some parody in there. No, you look. You, you got to travel. You, you've got to take your art and your craft out. You, I mean, it's cool to stay in town and stuff oh, like yeah. that. But you've got to take it out. That's why I figured after we did the first run down to Savannah, I came back and some of my friends asked me, how was it? I was like, I'm completely in love. I loved it. I loved the driving. I loved the traveling. I loved seeing different cities. I loved sharing the music with cats that would have never heard it otherwise if I hadn't driven four hours away. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those like drugs that are good for you that you can't give up, man. See, now I went to school in Savannah. I went to SCAD. I no went to way. Savannah no College of Art and Design, yes. Yeah. And uh, I was down there for about eight months. Nice. Uh, but I was I was uh, heading for a, a, a big drink. I was heading for the big drink. Let me tell you, uh, I had to uh, drop out, or I was going to either kill myself driving drunk, or <laughs> or or d- just j- totally destroy my liquor. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I dropped out of college because I could not keep up with it, and I wanted. I was like, oh, I can't do this. I'm I gonna play music instead. I should have waited a year before I went. I, that's exactly what I said. Um, yeah, but. Um, no, I, I didn't. I didn't fail anything though. I mean, you know, I had I had all right grades. I guess. I mean, I would have I would have been on academic probation though when I went back. Yep. Though. Yep. <laughs> I got lucky to make it into my second semester. Then halfway through, I was like, nope. I got my first serving job. I realized I could make money, and then I just figured I'd go start playing at some point. And what's, hope, what's, hope it worked out. Well, see, I, I I went to my first dead show in in '91. That'll do it. Like, and that was <laughs> That'll it. Do it. That was it. It was a Jerry show too. <laughs> oh man. We drove from uh, Savannah, Georgia, all the way to Hampton, Virginia. Nice. In a okay, clip. Okay. And we didn't want to go through all these little towns, so we went up all the way to Richmond and then came back down. So it was like a 17-hour trip almost, I think. I mean, totally worth it. And uh, Well, it, it, it was. See, I was on my way there to dude owed me some money. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted my money. It was like 500 bucks. And, and back then, you know, gas was like a dollar twenty-five a gallon. Uh, so we went up there. And I didn't ever see the dude, and I was like, "Well, I guess I might as well see what all the fuss is about." Hell yeah! And we'll call we'll call kicked out tickets, uh, like three times that day, and I got the last ticket, and the second time they called out tickets had the it re- literally had the last one stamped on it. So, yeah, man, I had a good time in Savannah. Savannah's pretty fun. It's a, it was a great city. It was my first time going down there, and we. We do a lot of different dive bars. We found what we called um, Savannah. It was like we were like, "This is Savannah's new way." As soon as you walked into it, it was wood paneled walls. It was old school stuff all over the place. It was a little dark in there, and it was it, it reminded me of home in a nice way. And we found a bunch of cool spots and explored the city. Well, did you eat at Vinnie Van Gogh's? I did not. I did not. Well, that is what <clears throat> Venus Pie is modeled after. No way. Okay. That, okay. That's where Dirk got the recipe. Okay. So Dirk Webb opened up Venus Pie in '95. Yeah, yeah. And he used to work in, uh, in at Vinnie Van Gogh's when he was in Savannah. Interesting. Because he went to the SCAD too for a little bit. Okay. So we all kind of like he was there my first year there. He was already done quit and was playing music down there and stuff, and then he moved back. Um, and then not too long after, he opened up Venus Pie. Okay, good to know. With good Vinnie to know. Van Gogh's recipe. Which he, I believe, bought. 
No, we'll see now. <laughs> That's the cat. Yep. <laughs> if you hear kitties, here it comes. And if you hear the ADO kick drum here, uh, it's because Kitty Cat is doing stuff. But yeah, man, uh, I had a good time. Oktoberfest, if you can book down there for Oktoberfest, yeah. do it because there's buku people down there. Good to know. Buku. Good to know. I had a great time while I was down there. Uh, uh, we're going to get you to play here in a little bit, but uh, I'd like to still talk to you just a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. I love to talk. <laughs> Uh, what have you got uh, recording-wise on the... Uh, I know you got one single out that you did with Brando Jones. Could yes. you tell us a little bit about Brando Jones and what he did for you? Um, so there are two guys that run kind of a video company out in Greer. I think they're based out of the Spinning Jenny. But every month they do a songwriter sessions sort of thing where they get about five songwriters in and they shoot you a video and get you a little bit of a recording on there. And super cool guys. They did a phenomenal job. I uh, in the, the post I put up about it on Instagram was like, before I went and did that, you know, I never really thought I was the greatest singer in the world, the best musician, or like that much of a nominal songwriter. I just figured for the most part, I was really confident and tenacious, and that would just get me as far as I needed to go at that time. And I got that video back for him and from him, and it kind of kind of forwarded me with how, how good it was, how great it sounded, and kind of gave me a new level of confidence in a way, and that kind of helped me springboard a lot of these gigs and playing out of town. I sent that video off to him as like a point of reference for it, and yeah, and, and it, so it's, it's worked out. It, it's paid dividends, so if, if you're a singer-songwriter that's listening to this, look up those guys and give them a shout. I've kind of sent some other cats over that way, so like, uh, like Ryan Moneypenny and some... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. We've got a cat rubbing against all this stuff, and it's making these crazy <laughs> bass noises. All right, let me give her a couple little pets there. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of Ryan's cats. That's Zeta. She's a little squeaky little thing. Mine are hidden. <laughs> okay. I have to throw her out of here. All right, meow. What are you doing? Anyway, you know, we love we love animals here. Uh if we, if we could have a whole, just like a bunch of no-kill shelters. Oh, man, it'd be incredible. Be awesome. <laughs> she want to get in on You want to get in on it? Uh, she's the most talkative cat I've ever seen in my life. That's funny. We'll uh, have a million views because that cat just meowed 1, 000, on me. That, that meow. That alone no. is going to do it. But yeah, man, that video was a lot. It was really good. That kind of helped me out a really, really good bit. And um, I, on a whim, I, I had a, one of these little points. Zeta, come on, girl. All right. Hold on. We got we to gotta take care of the cat fancy here. She, she's a she's a affectionate thing. She just wants to be part of the act. Come on, over here. Come on. Here, man. There you go. There she is. Her 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 buddy just came home, so she's like. Pew. But yeah, man, they uh they I, I actually I hit them up last Friday. I was at a gig in Chimney Rock, and I had some people come up and ask me again, like, "Where can I find your music? Where's your music at?" And I, again, for the first time, for the millionth time, I did not have an answer. Be like, "Well, you know, I don't." Blah blah. blah. And I, on a whim, just text them, was like, hey, you guys happen to have an audio file of this song? And they did. They sent it to me. And I sat down for about, like, four hours on Thursday. And was like, I'm going to figure out how to do this. So I figured out how to make an album cover. I figured out how to upload it and join DistroKid and figure out how to put it on there and everything. And Well, are you with ASCAP or BMI or anything like that? Not yet. I'm looking into that and looking into publishing. All right, look, that. when you go to put out your album... Um, there's a, a lot of companies out there. Uh, I use CD Baby. I, yeah, I yeah. used to be with TuneCore, but they they don't. They I don't, heard to avoid them. Yeah, they're they're they're. 
But CD Baby, if you pay for the Pro, which yeah. is it's a hundred bucks, they'll register your stuff with ASCAP or BMI, and you get on every digital platform there is. Okay, see, I wish I would have known that part because I did. I did Distro Kid, and it gets it onto all the different streaming platforms and everything. And uh, but I didn't didn't know that that had an option to get you registered with BMI mm-hmm. and ASCAP. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I'm gonna have to look into that next year. Yeah, uh, it's worth it because even if you don't get your stuff copyrighted, which right. you need to do too, oh, one thousand percent. You it needs to be registered with ASCAP. Yes. Because yes. It, or BMI or whoever. You know, I think there's only two main ones. Um, you have to pay a, a, a company called CSAC if you want to yep. have music in the bars and stuff like that. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's worth it because if, if it gets airplay, yes, then ASCAP's like, and, and CD Baby takes over for them. They don't send you the check anymore. CD Baby does. Okay. But CD Good. Baby makes sure ASCAP gets you all your royalties. It's good to know. It's uh, good to know. Yeah, that that that's why I go with them because I was a member of ASCAP way before I was with CD Baby. Right, right. And uh, I had to get on their website and type in all my shit and right, all this stuff, right. and it was a hassle. Now I just go upload my stuff to CD Baby one two three, and boom. This is not a promo for CD Baby by the way, because I ain't getting shit from no, them. But this is a recommendation to any other like up and coming musicians yeah. who are listening, so that you know like what Look, to get into. Beforehand. Protect pro. T- Protect your music. Because I was, I, I sat on the couch and I've been recommended CD Baby, TuneCore, DistroKid, all the all the, the three main ones right then and there. And I tried to do my best, like figuring out which ones at the time. But I was also frustrated because I've been booking earlier that day too, and booking is like a two-hour process mm-hmm. of emailing. You, you'll always tell people you'll send thirty emails, you'll hear back from five, and you'll book three. Yeah. If you don't already have never been into the, any of those places, and it can be frustrating, but it's like one of those parts of the job, and you get used to it after a while and you just gotta be tenacious and keep rolling well you know a buddy of me a buddy of mine and me was uh was back when uh, i guess this was in 2007 or six or something like that this when uh the gas went up again about four bucks a gallon oh yeah and we had planned a trip from here to california and we was going to go play every open mic from here to <laughs> california awesome. and book gigs yeah yeah and just take, just be fun about it. Just have yeah. a great old time, man. And then gas went, yep. and, and we was like, eh, can't how long do ago it. was that? It's like uh, you know, fifteen years ago, probably. Okay, was this like right after Katrina when uh, like all that started rising up a bit? <sighs> I can't re- actually remember why gas rose that high then. Uh, I think it had something to do with. Uh, yeah, I think it might have. It took down like four or five pipelines or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it was major storm damage or something. Or maybe OPEC was like, we want money. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You'll have that. Um, so tell us what else is going on. Are, are you are you planning on going and getting in the studio or anything? Yeah, so I've, for the last year I've been working with Steve Cantrell on a little mm-hmm. acoustic EP and, and whatnot. And we got Jill from the band to come in, sing backing harmonies on it. We got Eric. Uh, coming in and playing guitar parts on it we are one guitar part away from finishing it and everything else is done it's one of those I should have kept it just me and an acoustic guitar but you know being a little advantageous and tenacious about it I I added those parts in it's taking a little bit longer but it is going to sound really good it's most of the songs that we don't do is the hard promises Mm -hmm. but I play them solo but Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still on the fence of whether I'm going to do it as just a solo record or as like a like a band EP 
You could always call it, you know, the the Hard Promises acoustic tracks or something. Yeah, that's like what that. I figured. That's what I figured. I already have a cover idea and everything laid out for it. We're just kind of waiting to finish that up, and I'm getting ready sometime later this week to go meet with a couple of guys I know that have or put that put together their own studio. Um, and I really liked the vibe of what I looked at and what I saw with it. I'm going to go hear some of their tracks and see what they're working on because we are we have all the songs written and we've been planning it out for about a year and a half now of doing a full band record with all five members of the Clay Johnson and the Hard Promises on there. So that's the end game right here. Well, uh, I, I would suggest that you, uh, if you if you've never played with a click track before, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, do 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 the tracks with the full band without one. Yeah. First, and, and and if you don't like it, then then maybe go back in and put it to a click. Right, right. Uh, I don't think you're gonna have a problem out of it because you've been you guys have been playing this stuff for the past year. Oh yeah, for at least about two years now or so. We've yeah. been doing these, and we've got we played more this year with the full band than we did in 2021 and 2022 combined, and we still have a bunch more gigs on the calendar for the rest of the year. So. Well, most of the time <laughs> when when people. Uh, when people um, do a click track is because they're going to go back and, and put other tracks on it. Right, right. And, and, uh, but you guys don't have to do that with the full band going in and recording. And, I, you know, I don't think most most bands do that when they go in for a full band recording. Well, there's something about like, the sound of, you know, a really good album that channels that <clears throat> band in a room feeling where you feel like you're sitting there in the room with with them while they're playing it uh the album that dawes just released they kind of did that where they just sat down in the studio they went start to finish and minimal overdubs just like a run through of all them playing together i know that's like a, a wishful thinking idea we don't have that kind of time and money when it's your first record but i'm also here for the concept of a, a rough and tumble here in a band at their early and grittiest first record before they you know things start polishing up and let it just happen. Well, now you know what uh, you know what um, the guys from Credence used to do, right? No, was that they would go in before they would go to the studio. They would like uh, practice that shit, like all like oh yeah, for like a couple of months straight, and get everybody's part down to where nothing changed, right? And right. then go in and do it. See, that's kind of the plan. Is once we get a uh, record, once we have a start date set. Um, we, we do our rehearsals at DC Rehearsal Studios mm -hmm. out on uh, 176 in Inman, and, uh, which is a fantastic place to rehearse if you don't want to, you know, if you want to pay a little bit of money to not have to haul drums and PA system to a place to set up, mm -hmm. highly recommend it. It's fantastic, but we're probably going to try and get in there a couple times a month to really run through, tighten up parts, make sure they're all together before we go in hit the hit record on there's, it all. There's like about 15 to 20 of those down in Austin where you can go and, yeah. and practice in. Yeah, one of them, the, the biggest one, has like about 15 rooms down on the bottom, two huge rooms for like, you know, orchestras and stuff. And then, yeah, yeah. and then up on the second floor, they've got a real-life recording studio, no vocal booths, okay, all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's you. Austin, I've heard great things about Austin. Yeah, well, the only bad thing about Austin is that, uh, yeah. Well, let me let me just let me give you this. All right, so I at one point in time before Commander Cody died, uh, was trying to get him into a popular bar down there. Mm -hmm. Well, they only guarantee twelve hundred bucks, and you're talking about a guy who's had maybe three top ten hits. Mm -hmm. And they're only wanting to pay him. He only wanted like twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. And they they were like, well, we only give twelve, and then we give a percentage of the bar sales. Well, 
to up and coming bands, they only give a percentage of the bar sales. Oh, yeah, and, see, that's, and, that's a problem. Yeah, and if you don't bring in nobody or there ain't nobody in there to drink, and there's 150 places down there to drink. Yeah. Uh, and play music just about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then you only get like 40 bucks for mm. a couple of hours, you that's know. Tough. That's yeah. T- that's tough. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you a story. All right, I was at a popular bar. Now, I don't want to give the name of the bar, right? Really, because uh, they're 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 a kick-ass bar, and yeah, I don't yeah. want to disparage anything. But uh, they have a kick-ass taco place down there uh, that sets up. It's a little taco, you know, um, food truck. Yeah, yeah. And I would go down there every, when, like, they'd open up like three or four. I'd be there almost every day. Get me a taco because they were badass. Hell yeah. And I was sitting there eating my taco and uh, doing some other things. Uh, and a dude came up to me and he was like, hey, man, uh, you know, can I do these things with you? And I was like, oh, yeah, come and sit down, man. Have, you know, and, yeah, and we sat there. Read a book with me. Well, we, yeah, we started, <laughs> we, started, we started having our safety meeting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, so we talked for like 45 minutes. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, I don't play here in Austin because they don't pay me enough. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I can see that happening. And. And then right before he, he uh, took off, I was like, man, you know what? I never got your name. And he goes, oh, I'm Ernest Tubbs third. And you've heard of Ernest Tubbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I was like, no shit. And he's like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll catch you later, you know. Yeah, okay. I was like, wow, you know. And that's the cool thing about Austin. You can be sitting at the bar and turn around and, like, porn star Ron Jeremy would be right behind right. you. Or, or one of the dudes from Supernatural. Right, right. Or uh, C. Tom, C. Riley Thomas or somebody like yeah. that. I mean, it's super cool. I hear good things about Austin. Uh, it's I hear it's pretty happening in town. It's cool. It's a four. Have you ever heard the term four-year town, five-year town, three-year yeah, yeah. town? Uh, Nashville is a five-year town, right, right? Where it takes you about five years of steady working right. for them to even acknowledge you, right? And Austin's about like that. that sounds about right. But uh, you know, if you want to go down and, and be in like sweltering heat and monsoon weather, <laughs> nope, uh, go, no, for go for it. Go for it. No, redheaded fact, man. I don't do well with the heat uh, in my cup of tea. It's hard enough here in the subtropical South, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, it gets pretty humid and hot here too oh, so in, in so. Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh, we'd like to thank uh, the New Way Lounge for like sponsoring this uh, this season of the podcast. Uh, we're not at the New Way today. We're at. Uh, Casa D. Johnson. Yep, you're right on hand and court. Uh, we wanna we wanna give him a really good recording of his music today because uh, when we're look when we're in the new way they they've got they got to keep the AC going all the time so <laughs> yep. and we don't mind it we don't mind it we love going to the new way and, and doing this but uh, we just wanted to get a really fine recording for Clay today, uh, which we're gonna do here in just a little bit. Uh, anything else you need to, that we should talk about? Um. Not off the top of my head, you know. If people are listening, go find me on the Instagrams and the Facebooks, and look out for wherever I'm playing. We at full band or solo. I travel a lot, so I'm all over the place. But we do a lot of hometown shows. I think you know we got a lot on the calendar right now. So go find us out there. Keep an idea out for it. And if you got streaming services, go find my uh, first debut single, Nowhere 1974, out there streaming. What's that on? Uh, So it's. everything is uh, it on course. everywhere yeah it's out apple spotify, music, spotify title yeah. youtube music all that at least that's what it said when i signed up for district 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't understand technology. That ain't my cup of tea for the most part. I um, that's why like in the post I made about it, I was like, if you want to hear the stories about these songs, come out to a show where I know what I'm doing, and then I'll uh, let you know what goes on. Well, you know, we're we're you know we only have one episode left yeah, of uh, yeah. season two here, and <clears throat> if we have a season three, which I think we are, I've already kind of got half a season three booked. Okay. Uh. But uh, if if we do continue it, that's why I kind of wanted to have you as the last guest on season two, yeah, just yeah. in case we don't do a season three. We went full circle. Right, it's a nice little bookend. Yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure we're gonna. I, I hope so. I've I've got a couple of people interested in sponsoring, it, and and I gotta find somebody to do a website. <laughs> we don't even have a website up yet. The right, only thing right. we got is uh, uh, the Hub City Music Society website on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Which you can go to and check out stuff and listen. It's we've got links to the podcast there. Um, uh, me, I'm on the, all the all the streaming sites too. If right. you'd like to listen to any Mark Rocco Dawson stuff. Oh, by the way, my name is Rocco Mark Rocco Dawson. I'm your host. Uh, we've been here with Clay Johnson, and we'd like to acknowledge everybody that supported this podcast over the years. Uh, you know, too nameless to name. Y'all the real MVPs. All the real people out there. But we're going to take a little break. We're going to get set up for Clay Johnson to play. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, now for your listening pleasure, Mr. Clay Johnson. Oh, do me a favor and introduce each song for me. Yeah, of course. Uh, This one is uh, the new single that I just released last week. This is Nowhere 1974. Can't believe I start that. Uh, This one is the new single I just released last week. This is Nowhere 1974. Don't you know that I'm entitled to nostalgia? I never say that I'm stuck in my beliefs. Just don't know why we live without him. I'm stricken by your fabricated disbelief And you're damn sure that I'm still losing sleep Lost among all the strangers in my dreams Somewhere out there I need where Lost in nowhere in My mother has daughter on his own. Once my grandma said, Get out of bed, it's cold and we are leaving. To a Carolina home, we're running away. And you're damn sure that I'm still losing sleep. Lost among all the strangers in my dreams. Somewhere.
wishing I lived another time and place Sawing and crying on Christmas Eve Sitting by a fire with a bundle of wine A pair of pants that I know I'll never meet And you're damn sure that I'm still losing sleep Lost in Noah in 1974. Lost in Noah in 1974. Awesome, awesome. Uh, give us about, I'm not going to say anything else anymore, I don't think. I'm going to just let you play. Uh, just uh, give us like two or three more and uh, have at it. That's called drop tuning, ladies and gentlemen. A little open G action going here. Just don't break your G string. This one's uh, is called Subterranean Lovesick News. Oh, I need a beat. 
and gentlemen don't forget to go down to the new way lounge for a nice burger and frequent any establishment that you might like here in spartanburg south carolina try yourself a blue way that sandwich is rocking uh, this is a little number called sugar black rose
Give us one more, sir. <clears throat> All right. This is the most recent song I've written. It's called American Folks. Gonna marry me 
ever We've been out here too long Hey, oh, mama's calling Come and get your dinner Meet you here in the morning All the American folks Keep on keeping on Sweet, sweet river, we've been out. 
along. Hell, Mama's calling, come get your dinner. I'll meet you here in the morning. While the American folks just keep on keeping Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Clay Johnson on the Sparkle City Sessions, brought to you by Hub City Music Society, sponsored by the New Way Lounge. We'll see you next time, hopefully next season. See you later.